What up, everyone? Welcome again to another episode from my mom's garage. As always, this is your host, Tony, with my boy, Nikki. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Alo, alo. How you doing, sir? Have better days. Better days. We're excited. Uh, a few more days from now, we'll be at the Tampa Bay Comic Convention at the Comic Bay, uh, Com- Tampa Bay Convention Center. As always, it's July 29th, which is tomorrow to the 31st, which is my birthday. How's it feel? Great. I'm going to celebrate it with you, my wife, some friends are coming through. And we're going to have fun, look at toys, figures, and do a bunch of questionnaires with everybody there. <laughs> that's that's the always, that's always the best. Yeah. Yeah. You have questions. I'm looking for love. You're looking for love? Yep. Looking for love and cosplay. Okay. You know what? You should do. You should. You should. We should create a. A speed. Cosplay speed dating event. I think they have those though, at like the, the comic conventions. I know they had a MegaCon. I think they had a speed dating, but it's cosplay only. You have to cosplay as a character. No, but I want to cosplay. I want to go walk around the, one of those events cosplaying as a kissing booth. Oh, okay, you weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna deny people if they come up? No, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, actually, yeah. no. I was thinking like, you know, what would be funnier is uh, uh um. If like imagine, I'm <laughs> gonna call you all types of phobias if you do the. No, no, no. Like, um, no. Right. Actually, what I, what I would actually do with is which a better one to do would be uh, cosplaying as the little, um, the psychic device from Big. The psychic device from Big. Oh, mm-hmm. the Zord, uh, Zoltar. Zoltar, yeah. Ooh, that's. That's like that, that that way if i like if, uh, if i can just go up to a pretty cosplay girl yeah and like you know she you know she like pulls the cord or whatever it does to like switch it off and i do the move and then i put my phone number in that <laughs> the card pops out <laughs> to your phone number that's awesome so yeah now talking about that we're going to be at time Tampa big comic convention yes sir what do you think is gonna be besides the most because usually it's like a lot of spider-man's deadpools that meet up and Sometimes it's like Luffy what, from what is One the parade? Piece. No, I know there's a, there's always a a, a a standout. There's always a That's the thing. there's always a parade. It's always not a, a parade. So yeah. I know there's going to be a parade definitely with the people that stand out. But what is a cosplay you're looking out for, or what do you think is going to be a cosplay that being everything that came out this in the past year? I already have one that's going to be out. So you're talking about what is going to be the, what is going to be the cosplay. Um, that stands okay. out or for you what do you, th- you what are you going to be looking out for what cosplay are you going to look out for i already know which one i want to look out for and it's going to be i don't know i well because the thing is is that i always look at cosplay based like so every time i watch a movie or a tv show or something like that i always look for the cosplay that i think is going to be um because th- that's all instant the people want to be the most relevant mm-hmm. so they always go for the most the latest news cosplay right yeah last ones to come out so, but it also has to be something that's cosplayable, like something that that's easily like kind of like when when um when they did the whole uh, Squid Games, you knew that mask and that yeah. mask and, and jumps was going to be a thing, right? Yes. So the question is, what's going to be the most cosplayable thing in the last couple months? So I'm thinking, I don't know, like I I want to say Moon Knight. That's that's one. Mine's, mine's, I'm calling it, it, I feel like we're going to get a few Vecnas from Stranger Things. A okay. few, a few Vecnas and Elevens. I think I've seen something like that. Um, not Vecna. 
Yeah. How? Oh. I'm, t- I'm telling you. Have you seen it? It's probably not I'm be- telling you, somebody has cosplayed, and they did. The, they didn't just cosplay; they did like the floating cosplay. Okay, but yeah, like recently, the tentacles and everything. Like, did they floating like walking around? Probably at San Diego Comic Con. Maybe, but that's what I'm saying. It was re- yeah. like it was recent. I was like, wow. And mind you, I, it has to be recent because the show just. I know. I know. His, his came out in July, and then I think MegaCon was right when it was coming out. So, so but what I'm trying to think is. Um, because let's say the the latest 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 one, the thing is, I think the that this isn't also like guys who got muscles look for the opportunity to try to, yeah, to try to uh, see what they can pull off. Mm-hmm. So definitely going to be a lot of Thor, Love and Thunder. Oh yeah, Thor. Yeah, they're gonna have that that either if there's a guy who they're like, gonna have that eighties Thor or at the beginning of the movie. Okay, that's one, but I really think this is gonna. There's gonna be that one guy who thinks that he's he's ripped enough to try to pull off the actual Thor, and probably have like some weird blurry thing <laughs> with the tattoos. And stuff. Doesn't, there's always that guy, but like, oh well, you know, I'm not really that big into this, but you know, I have an opportunity to show off. Yeah. Um. Definitely, probably gonna get some Zeus, and most definitely gonna get uh. <laughs> most the, definitely you're gonna get God, a Gore the God Butcher. Oh uh, yeah, I can't wait for. Her. You know this because the thing is, there's not really like a lot of it to like aside from the makeup. There's not a lot intricacy to to it. You know what I'm saying? Like you can see, like you see a lot of people pulling it off a lot easier. Oh yeah, yeah. no, I know. So definitely gonna see a lot of. I think that's gonna be the most one. Gore the God Butcher. Gore, Gore, yes. Thor, and Vecna. Top okay. three. Top three. Most- I think Vecna would just be way more like you. You have to get somebody who's committed. So that's fine. That's something that you can anticipate. That that was gonna be the most anticipated. But I'm talking about the most common. Yeah, it would be Thor and, and, and Gore. Yes. Or probably Zeus for uh, big dudes. Uh, you don't think so? Nah. What about think Her- so. You think Hercules would be one? Her- Hercules was so... so. I know, quick second. You know. Quick second, I don't think people are going to recognize it. They'll be like, who are you? Hercules. I'm like, no, you're not. From the Disney <laughs> special? Yeah. But yeah. So we're, we're going with Vecna as... Uh, the really committed ones, but yes. the ones that, that you need some really makeup ones in that. Yeah, one. it's a, a lot of effort and time and placed into it. Uh, the more digestible one that's quicker to to put, put out together, yeah, put together would be Gore the God Butcher and Thor. Okay, but here's another one too because we always got to remember there's always the comedy one, the one that people like like bring the the parade of the Spider Man, the parade of yeah. the 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 um um Deadpool. Yes. So the question is, which is the funniest one in the last couple of months? Deadpool. Well, Deadpool hasn't come out with anything in a couple of months. You know what I mean? Like, what? Is, what's a what's one that's going to be common because this is more it's funny? Kind of like what? Yeah, people will find more some using. I think. There's nothing that that stands oh, out memorable. Yeah. Also, a lot of uh, uh, Doctor Strange. There you go. You just did it. What? You just told. You just said it. Uh, well, you just thought. I just thought about it. Um, there's gonna be a lot of uh, or I, I'm the one I'm gonna wait for the one I'm anticipating for, and I know it's gonna be there. Yes. Um. Uh, what's his name? Sorry, I'm blanking out. From uh, Doctor Strange, it's um. Uh, Black Bolt with his head blown. Wow! Really? No. Yes. No. You know what? Come no. on! You no. know somebody's no. gonna be there. Or or uh, uh, Peggy Carter cut in half. No, that's too much work. 
That's, that's not that's that, that's funny. But that yeah, but that's not cosplayable. Eh. No, it's not. Trust me, it's not. Now that you were talking about it, all you have to do is put a helmet and just no. collapse it. Yeah, that's 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 you, you make it. You make you're over overthinking it. Like thinking that simple is not oversimplifying. You're not. It's not. But talking about Thor, now that I think about it, I feel that it will be somebody. It's gonna be a duo. Think, check it out. It's gonna be Eddie Munson from Stranger Things mm-hmm. and Thor, and almost like replaying it as Bill and Ted. Wow. So wait, who's overthinking it? Like, wow. That's no, no. I'm saying they're gonna have a duo because it's like they're both like super rock big hair friggin'. '80s or '90s rock music. Wow. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's I think that's what Eddie, you would like to see. No, I feel like there's gonna be there's gonna be a duo that's gonna be Eddie Munson and and, and Thor doing like a more ear than game. Black Bolt without a mouth. Yes, wow, way more. I can guarantee that. I, I bet you they'll see more Eddie Munsons than than Black Bolt without a mouth. Okay, I can guarantee that. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. We're gonna count it. I'm gonna count it. I don't because. I'm not saying that I know the popularity of that character. I just don't see a lot of people like dressing it. Yes, all oh, easy. Popularity, yes. Popularity, I a lot of shirts. Popularity, uh, references, easy. Look at the popularity and easy to pull off because all you need is a very '80s outfit. That's it, mm. and just have the big hair, and you could be Eddie Munson. I know, but it, Black, I think, Black Bolt, you have to. There's yeah, a lot but, more but to it. The thing is, if I dress up as Black Bolt, you know I will dress up as Black Bolt. If I dress as dress up as Eddie. I guarantee you, it will be. It can be misconstrued. Misconstrued. You know how many Hellfire T-shirts you're gonna see around there? With yeah, Eddie Hellfire Munson? shirts. I don't. Yeah, I, but with Eddie Munson here and the jacket, yes. Okay, that combination that he has to have. Yes, because Hellfire shirts is easy. Anybody go wear Akabai, go buy Hellfire shirt and just wear it to the movies. But Hellfire shirt, obviously, with the whole setup, whole setup. Yeah, yeah. that's different. All right, we'll see. I'm ready. Let's see. Let's see. All right, so let's get into some news. So a lot of this is going to be everything that we've seen that came out recently through San Diego Mm -hmm. Comic-Con. We're going to touch base on a few things that that got announced that sounds interesting. And then we'll go into the bigger topics and then we'll go into uh, from there. We'll jump into the trailers that we that did get released and let's talk about it. So the one of the things that that caught my attention and I want to see what you thought about it was um, National Treasure. They just did a full trailer that is coming out on Disney Plus, and it's an upcoming reboot of the show. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, a, it's a TV show that's going to get a reboot for National Treasure. But it's not going to have any of the original cast, right? None of the original. As far as I know, there's not going to be none of the original cast. So um, the trailer is going to reveal a lot of the series plots, and it was an embark like an epic journey to solve a long-lost Pan-American treasure and cover her family's of uh, uh, one of the main characters' family's mysterious past. So they're gonna they're rebooting, they're taking the same concept of National Treasure, but giving it to a younger uh, cast. Yeah, but then you make it into a series, which honestly just feels with, like. Um, uh, what was that show with the uh, headless horns, Hor- headless horseman? Uh, Ichabod. No, the TV show. Oh, Sleepy Hollow. Yes. I don't know how it's weird because Sleepy Hollow, I don't mean Sleepy Hollow in itself, I never considered it an American classic, but they made the whole series very about American history. Because that's what the series was about. It, like all of them were about British and American, like all these 
literally it was all references to American history. Now, obviously, that was a very gothy approach to it. Yeah. But it kind of feels like similar to this, where they're taking a series and just going to turn everything that we know in American history into something that's, you know, something that obviously fits into some kind of treasure hunt. Yeah, of course. So that's what I'm saying. That's why I find it very similar in that way. Because obviously you got to prolong it for a longer period of time than just, you know, one movie. So it's a series. So I can see it, but in my head I'm like, it, it basically feels like every season they might try a new treasure to find. Yeah, something's going to be like, oh. An American treasure they can find, yeah. Yeah, or, or they lose it and they have to find something else to, to get back for it. Oh, so, so they're just creating the characters instead of the, yeah. St- like, yeah. Yeah, there's going to be an endless cycle of there's always something else. At the end, something's going to be gone, and they were like, that's going to lead them to another treasure that they need or something unsolved. I just want to know who they would have to replace Nicolas Cage. Uh, they have, uh, I think her name was. Her? It's a girl. It's going to replace Nicolas Cage? No, 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 no. It's uh, Lisette Alex, uh, Alexis. Okay. It's going to be the main role of Jess, uh, Jess Morales. Huh. Oh, so this, is, so this is something completely it's a reboot. different. It's a reboot. Oh, so is, they recasted it, everything? Okay, yeah, so, like I okay. said, it's like a reboot. It's going to be off of the main movie, mm-hmm. but they're doing a TV show as a younger cast with a female lead. So it has nothing to do with the original movie? No, no, just, just, the con- just, just the concept of it. Just think the concept of what National Treasure was is just okay. a modern-day Indiana Jones. So much. I'm just curious just because it feels like if you're going to make National Treasure, it's going to be them jumping through states. Of the, like, So they're not going to be going to like you know, cross like to another, another continent. Possibly. We don't know where this leads because they, they might stay stateside and just do a lot of American, Americana historical mm-hmm. treasures, or they might just do, you hear me? Find the lost city of Atlantis, some shit. <laughs> you know, we don't Atlanta. know where we're going. Yeah. <laughs> Next is this, this is a show that we have fucking haven't seen in a bit. I don't know if you caught up with it. So, the Walking Dead panel came up, <laughs> and um, Rick Grimes and Michonne showed up. Okay, and they are doing a series that is going to because re- originally there was supposed to be two movies following the story of Rick Grimes, what happens after he left, and everything else. Now, now they're turning that into a series. They're switching it from a movie to a series. Okay. So it's just going to follow. They, all they released was the image that had like a, the sword, the shown sword and a piece of paper that said the world, the new world's going to need Rick Grimes. So basically they're going to do a spinoff where Mich- uh, Michonne looks, look, goes looking for Grimes. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what it is, but it's going to be a continuation just to finish off. Because I know the season's ending. We're on the last season. And they also want to finish off the season with also Rick Grimes because he's the start of it or just end off his story at the same time, closing off the whole Walking Dead series altogether. Yeah, it was weird. I mean, I don't I don't I started catching up with the show when I knew like I basically I knew something was happening with Carl. Oh, okay. um, not that, I, that he was my favorite character. I just felt like. Like I told you before, it just felt like since he was the, basically the hope for the future of the show or the hu- hope for the future of humanity type thing, uh-huh. and they killed, they kind of basically, you know, they killed them off. Killed them off. I just felt like the the show didn't really have nothing to hold on to. Exactly. So again, he it was had my no favorite legs. character. Yeah. So no legs. But also at the same time when I heard that that Rick Grimes leaves the show, yeah, I thought that was weird because in my head I'm like, 
That was a show. Like the whole everything that happened happened to him. Yeah, it was revolving his perspective the yeah, whole his, time. Well, his well, kid, his wife, his best friend is you know, it's always him. His, his family that he he grew from the beginning. Yeah, so it was weird to have a person that you have the whole thing centralized around him. To For him leave. to leave. Yeah. But then they had... Because uh, he didn't really... I mean... I think after he left, I think Michonne stayed for a little bit. And then uh, I think Maggie left for a little bit. So they were hoping that... that uh, What's his name? Daryl Negan and... Uh, Daryl could have had a spinoff, but I don't think he could have held that show. Darryl, what's the other lady's name? Uh, Carol. Carol. Yeah. I think they were hoping that De- Carol and Daryl and probably Negan would hold the show. With the with the new supported cast that they have that they build up throughout the series, so um, I guess that maybe maybe wasn't the case. But apparently they're gonna do a spinoff with Daryl, and and what's your name again? Claire, Carol, yeah. Carol. Well, okay, so my so I don't I, even though I haven't I followed really the show up, much after that. Well, even though I didn't catch up with the show as much as you know whatever, I felt when it comes to Daryl. Daryl was good as like I think it would have worked as almost like a, you remember, do you remember a show called Renegade? No. So it was a show about a guy who would go from town to town and help people, whatever. Yeah. Right. Kind of like a quantum leap, but it wasn't sci-fi. It was just him driving around helping people. So I can see that with Daryl, where he just goes from town to town, kind of area to area, where he would meet new survivors in their situation and help them out or stuff like that. Like I would because he seems like a loner, so but. I mean, I know the show's not designed that way, but I felt like that would be an interesting show. Like for, he'll just drive cross cross country. Yeah, like trying to figure something out or trying to find, find find somebody. Maybe find Grime. Maybe find uh, Rick. Yeah, but he has to have a, a centralized goal why why he's moving from a place. Exactly. He can't be like. No, I, I don't I feel like he's 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 developed. If it was at the beginning of the movie at the show, I would have seen it because he's after his brother died, he became he was more of a loner. But now that he has his support system. It has to that has to drive him to go be like you. Know, I'm gonna leave this group because. But maybe that's not looking anyway. for looking for Rick or Carol. That's another one too. But yeah, then it sucks because then she wouldn't really be part of the big part of the show though. Because if he's always looking for her, then she really can't be present every single episode. Yeah, I don't know. Just I felt like it would be interesting that way where it kind of like do it almost like the same thing as uh, the the um, what was the uh, the Mandalorian. Yeah, like a doc, like uh, like you know, Walking Dead version of Mandalorian, where is this, just a guy who comes into town, helps what he can, and, and tries to, f- or maybe he finds a little girl, or yeah. boy, and, and he's like, he that's yeah. it, that's his traveling companion until he gets. I mean, he doesn't have to copy it exactly, but yeah, something. No, like but yeah, you get me. He has, he has to have an it, 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 it it introduces you into a lot of situations, a lot of, because that's the whole interesting part of the. I mean, get, let's get this right. When it comes to the zombie whole thing is like, how would you survive is a question, right? Yeah. So to get as many different little individual perspectives is interesting. It's a, it's something that for some reason we love to think about, right? So to show it creatively, what that would be cool. We see different towns and how they survive and how they deal with it and how they, you know, whatever. I could see that. I, I could, yeah. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. I I, 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 understand, I understand where you're coming from, but I we'll we'll see because I know they 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 already finished off Fear of the Walking Dead. I think New World mm-hmm. is ending. I think they're ending that show too. Yeah. So I think they're ending the whole Walking Dead series franchise as a whole. I feel. 
because it's, it's it's already drawn out too much. I could also see it as uh, instead of Walking Dead, Mad Max. Do a Mad Max series. Do a Mad Max series. Very same exact same exact because Mad Max is already set up for that post apocalyptic. Yeah, because Matt, uh, the character of Mad Max has never really been. I don't think there's a returning character aside from Max. Is yeah. he just goes from like one situation to another? Yeah. Well, let's let's see what happens after this series. See where where the sh- where the series or the Goes. franchise is going to go with it. Uh, next is, and I think you're gonna like about this is they released a trailer for the Anne Rice interview with the vampire. You know, I haven't watched it. You haven't watched it. Well, I'm, I'm excited, but I'm nervous. I kind of want to like I, I really you don't understand. I'm I'm a huge fan of Anne Rice. I'm a huge fan of vampires in general. So, like, I'm ready for it. I'm all about it. But in my head, I'm like, I just, I get nervous. Because the thing is, like this, there's been two movies so far with Anne Rice, right? Yeah. One was well-made, but it was a very brief story. And the, the visualizations of the characters weren't, you know, as good as the book, right? Yeah. But then you get the second movie, which the story was... Basically, like trying to pack a like three books into one or something. Like, like that? yeah, packing a encyclopedia uh, Britannica into a mini little book. Like yeah. it was, but very, the casting was good. The casting, as far as the visualizations and the way they did things, was amazing. Yeah. Okay. So that's why I'm like, I'm anticipating. I'm ready for. I'm this. surprised you didn't watch it. I guess I got nervous. Oh, okay. So I can tell you this. I I I, I remember the original movie mm-hmm. uh, interview with uh, Tom Cruise and yep. Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kristen Dunst. Um, and then I also remember a little bit of Queen of the Damned. Yep. Mostly I remember the soundtrack, if anything. Yeah. Oh, I still listen to that. Yeah. Uh, but I did watch it with my wife, and she was saying that the person that they got for Lestat, Sam Reed, mm-hmm. was phenomenal. She's like, that That looks exactly like how would Her depiction of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like her depiction of what Lestat would look like. They did do a... Um, uh, not gender swap. Uh, a POC, person of color. So, so I guess the person playing Lewis, Lewis the the point the lock. Oh, the one who. Yeah, I mean, he, you talking he, about the? Are you talking about Antonio Banderas' character? No, I guess the Lestat was who was Lestat? Lestat was the um. Br- uh, was that not Paul Brad Pitt? Brad Pitt, no, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise. So, what was Brad Pitt's character's name? Brad Pitt is basically Louis. Louis. Uh, the character that, Louis, yeah, Louis, Louis, the the yeah, that he took on. So yeah, so Louis is is playing by a younger character, and and I've, and I've seen him in other movies. Uh-huh. Oh, he was an Overlord, and he was in um, if I'm not mistaken, he was in um, he was in Game of Thrones. He was one of the, he was one of the guards, okay. the the Queen's guard. Oh, you mean the main one? What the main Queen's guard? Yeah, he's okay. playing Louis. Okay. So I like and I like his acting. So I was like, oh, I'm like, I, I love the casting. So it's it's going to be set in, I think, the 1700s, what it looks like. Mm-hmm. So I love the whole aesthetic where they're going okay, with it. So they, OK, so, they're gonna so it's going to be uh, interviewed with the members and be like how Lestat got Louis and everything else. That so it's going to be like interview with the vampire, but not told in one movie, just told over time, told over time. Yeah, because so that means that. Um, I, I, but that's the great thing about it is that this would be good because if you're dealing with vampires like that and you're telling the story that a long spans, time. spans times, each season could be a different decade. 
It is, but okay. So keep in mind with that time jumps. I just, I guess, what I'm a little concerned, or just I don't know if I, how I feel about, was that I was waiting for because the thing is, and uh, Queen of the Damned wasn't told correctly, or it wasn't told in its entirety properly, whatever, right? And there was a lot to that story. There was a lot to that story. So I thought that's what this was going to explore, which I don't know it could be because uh, Louis wasn't a part of Queen of the Damned. He wasn't. I don't know. Not, I, that, I, I, not that I remember. No. He wasn't. Um, not, as far you, as the you movie tell, is concerned. You, you're telling to the person that... I, no, I know, I know. That saw very little or remember anything of the movie. But I'm I thought just, you watched this. I was like, oh, let me bring it up in topic. No, no, I, I'll watch it. I just I was a little nervous because I want, I really like anticipating it. So yeah. I didn't want to like... I was worried that maybe the trailer might, you know, make me like a little more nervous to watch it. So <laughs> I had to watch it with like blinders. Like I already... Remember I told you, once I'm sold on something, I don't need, I don't want to watch anything just so I can watch it when it comes out. Yeah, I got you. So, but I'm, I'm all for it. You're all for it? I'm all for it. Yes. All right. And this is something that just got recently announced. And before we get into the bigger topics was, um, so Spirit Halloween. So, you know the story. Yeah, of course. The pop-ups. The pop-ups. This pop-up store if anybody's been to it, it comes in and they just take a closed vacant store and sell all the Halloween stuff. Wait, so we still talking about Spirit? Spirit. Okay. Yeah. They're coming out with a movie called Spirit a Spirit of Halloween. Okay, wait, hold on. Hold on. I'm trying to wrap this over my head. So the people that own the actual store yes. is funding a, a movie. movie. About the store with a similar name, but it is, and the theme of the movie is based on their pop up store. The theme of the movie is a horror movie, of course, and it's gonna be pretty much as uh, Wally World with Nicolas Cage, where there's gonna have a group of people that are stuck in a spirit of a Halloween store, and the animatronics come to life trying to kill them. So right now they released, I think, three characters that they're going to be as the the animatronics. I know two of them is going to be uh, Nightcrawler and Buzzsaw. So there's a guy that has like hands for saws, and then the Nightcrawler it looks like it just like almost like the ring with long hair crawling around. So I'm like seeing a bunch of mix right there. So you're talking about a mix of essentially like you said like. Animatronics. Animatronics, which is basically like Wally, like uh, that one. Wally, one, Wally World. Wally World that we watched. But then also because the store, however, it's a combination. It's a weird combination of movies. And the way <laughs> you're describing the characters that we're having, which I'm, uh, you said they're dolls. Animatronics. They're, they're animatronics, animatronics, but they're horror characters. Yes. Kind of reminds me of Puppet Master. I, uh, was, think, I was thinking the, more of uh, Five Nights at Freddy. And maybe that's what it is. Uh, but see, they would have gotten better away with doing that one better. Yeah, but that's the best part about it is that they're just creating property that they own and nobody owns the rights to, so they don't have to pay anybody out for it. So if it's their own movie, then fuck it. And then they can they can be the only ones to market it in their stores yeah. as far as stuff to sell. Yes. So they're gonna make a bunch of characters that they can actually make o- novelty and, items for and trademark it, so they can only be sold in their locations. That's, that's a fucking genius move. Let's talk like well, literally. I mean, that's a fucking genius. Is move. it genius? Because think about yes. like. I'm just thinking about the overhead of what they're doing. Like, because you said they're coming out with a movie, right? So yes. I'm thinking it's a 
So we're talking about a movie, movie like theater movie or I don't know Netflix. It's gonna be. Movie? I feel like it's gonna be Shutter, a Shutter release movie. See, but then Shutter is great, but Shutter is a very limited amount of people because the only people that are really into horror movies. Yeah, and that's the thing with them. They're, they're all about horror. I know, you know, but what I'm saying. So is, they're gonna appeal to you know the audience that they want. Yeah, but then if you're gonna sell these items to a broader range of people, it would have been more interesting to like come Amazon out with Netflix, Prime? like a Netflix, yeah, definitely. Netflix I, I was, or I was Amazon Prime, I think maybe yeah, budget like wise, more, but I think Amazon Prime with like a five dollar rental. So a VOD, straight VOD. Is I think I think it's gonna be straight VOD, with the budget. I don't know what their budget this is. is. What, the thing is that the most of that money is gonna have to be in honestly, as funny as it sounds, marketing. Yeah, because it's it, all about who can who knows it exists, and that's the best part about it is because everybody knows Spirit of Halloween, and well, everybody remember yeah, but everybody remembers the, everybody knows the commercial that comes out probably like three or four months before the movie comes out, uh, before the story's open. So it would be great to be like, oh look, another Spirit of Halloween commercial is coming out, but like, no, wait, it's a trailer. It's like, what the fuck? Well, now we're gonna have a chicken or the egg situation, which is gonna be interesting because. Either you're coming out with the movie to promote the store. So what you would do is the movie has to come out before the, the, the time that those stores start appearing, right? Yes. Or you're coming out, you're doing the, sh- you're doing the store to promote the movie, which is something like they're going to promote in every store that they have this movie and they probably give gift cards to watch it for free if they go shop at the store. Yeah, or they're like, if they spend X amount of dollars. Like, oh, exactly. Yeah. So you get a coupon or, or like a VOD credit. Well, it'll show you who, which, which are they trying to promote one or the other. Maybe they're trying to go into the movie business, so they want to try to do that. So you'll probably get the second one where they start giving you gift coupons to yeah. watch it for free, or vice versa, where they're trying to promote the store, which the means products. that it, so which come out the movie will probably come out in September. Yes. Wow. So they well, can't. it's kind of soon. So it, it, they just announced it. So if anything, will be next year that they'll come out with. I think so. Yeah, unless they're gonna go straight low budget. And very campy. Oh, very much so. I think that. I think uh, let's give them some credit. Let's uh, at least get like cre- it's not about not giving them credit. I'm just trying. To no, no I'm saying that they, they, I want to. I want to. I don't want to say they're gonna go low budget. I want to say they're gonna go like a mid tier budget. You hear me? At least have probably like two people that are recognizable that have like a five minute screen time. I think it's gonna a, be Winnie the Pooh thing. No, we talked it, about it. It was interesting, but who watched it? Has, hasn't came out yet. Hasn't come out. I thought it came out already. No, it hasn't came out. Huh. If, if my understanding hasn't come out, okay. All right, all right. So let's get back to San Diego Comic Con, and the most disappointing panel so far was DC. Of course, yes. The only thing that they released was the new trailer of Shazam: Fury of the Gods, which I loved the first one, and this one looks just going to be as fun. But I I don't know something something. Something was missing in the chemistry of this of the trailer itself, and 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 I kind of like that because then it just gives me anticipation. Hopefully, it's going to be good because I love the first one and I think they still have the same writer and director in the second one. So I'm like I'm all for it. And then the other thing that they released was another trailer for Black Adam, and nothing else. You know, The Rock got booed on at, at the at the panel. Why? Uh, because somebody, because first there was a lot of rumor that Henry Cavill was supposed to be there and and show up and probably mention that he's going to come back as Superman and whatever, and he never did. And then somebody asked, like, "Hey, 
uh, Black Adam, would you ever? Are you? Are we ever going to see you fight Superman? And The Rock's answer was like, "Well, it depends who's playing Superman." So people started booing because it was like, "Wait, are you saying that Henry Cavill's not Superman, or there's recasting, or is he's not even going to be in it because he never gives confirmation?" So See, pe- but then that's stupid. Basically, they're booing him because they want they because they don't they want Henry Cavill. Yeah, that's so. You, that's kind of sucks for him then, because it's almost like, well, you didn't give us the answer we wanted, so fuck you. Yeah, that sucks. Well, they didn't release anything else other than no. I'm sorry, but I thought you were booing him because of maybe his performance. Oh no, he he came up in full full suit as uh, the full outfit as as uh, Black Adam. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But like, I guess it was just the answer because a lot of and and that's really and weird, that's one it's thing. It's a weird answer to give though. Yeah, I it's know. Like depends on who plays Superman. It's yeah, like, I'm like oh. so. I mean, if they get a new Superman, you're trying to say you wouldn't fight him. Like I don't, that's what I'm saying. Is like. It depends. Like, I mean, the only person I would imagine you have an issue with is if this Vin Diesel, like, playing <laughs> Superman. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, like, nah, I ain't, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna fight. I ain't gonna deal with him. Like, you know, like, I get that part, but other than him, I don't see yeah, why. It's, it's all about family. And... <laughs> oh my god, Toretto, Superman. <laughs> but yeah, so that was the only two major announcements, other than Super Pets uh-huh. for DC. Um, they didn't really touch a lot on, on Flash. Didn't really touch much on Aquaman. Yeah, Flash too. is gonna be. I think it's gonna come out so under the radar. Yeah, like it's gonna come out, and but they're gonna hope people watch. But it's gonna be so under the radar because it's gonna come out in theaters. So th- so it's gonna come out in theaters still. Yeah, the, uh, Warner Brothers confirmed. I think a few months ago that they a few yeah a few months ago that they were gonna come out in theaters because after the whole. Fucking Ezra Miller pretty much being like a war criminal. Somebody said <laughs> that they were like, "Oh, they're gonna go straight. Either they're gonna they're gonna just shelf the movie." But they were like, "We've already invested so much money into this. They need to get their money back." So it was like, "Should we go to streaming? Should we go to straight to theater?" And I guess they ended up saying that they're gonna do a straight to theater run, and then do the forty five days and go go to almost likely HBO Max. You know, I really to this day I still wonder if let's say. 20 years ago, right? They're like, Or even whatever, when I was a kid. Um, if I, I can't remember if this was a thing where uh, somebody's personal life affected the, the outcome of a movie specifically. Like, like if somebody had personal issues where they got in trouble, because I'm sure there was a, like obviously a lot of scandal the way there is now, obviously. But what I'm saying, like, that they, that people literally boycotted movies or Jeepers Creepers. Well, that's not 20, 30 years ago. That's recent. Like that's last like ten years ago. Oh, you saying over thirty years ago? Yeah, something when I was a kid, when we were kids. Ooh. Like if let's say you know whatever, because I mean like if uh, Eddie Murphy or somebody like that did oh. something, uh, and, and they got canceled. Like yeah, because like the people, version of cancel. For I, that's something is like it bothers me when I hear cancel culture because I'm like it doesn't seem like a new thing. I know. So I always wonder like. How would, but I'm sure it was different, but I wonder how far it went. Yeah. Like maybe they didn't, uh, that they didn't do interviews. They didn't like that person. They booed that person. But did they ever actually just say, no, you know, that movie can't come out because that person's in it? Yeah, I know. So eh. I got you. But, anyways, continue, sir. Continue. So the biggest panel, and everybody talked about what, which is broken up into several uh, parts, was Marvel's announcements. 
Of course. So we'll, we'll, we'll touch on a little bit of their animated side, then we'll go straight to the MCU, and then we'll go from there. We'll go to the trailers. We'll go to the trailers that are released throughout the whole um, San Diego Comic-Con. So first of all, they announced um, Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, Spider-Man Freshman Year, uh, the animated series, which, funny enough, is supposedly coming out in 2024. So, okay. So, and it's going to have... And a lot of it, they're trying to figure out. I remember seeing it or the what was announced, like uh, Henry Osborne is going to be there. Um, uh, Daredevil, which is going to be voiced by Charlie Cox, is going to be in it. Doctor Strange, but I don't think it's going to be voiced by um, uh, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. So, and people were like, where is this in the timeline? Because if it's freshman, this is before he joined the Avengers movie. Okay. So how does, like, I understand maybe Daredevil knowing him, but how does Doctor Strange would know him prior to all the events of Civil War? Mm-hmm. So we're, they were seeing speculations, people like, maybe this is a version of what happened, but in a different multiverse. And closely related to the, the animated action movie. Yes. Where, so this is going to be their, their style or maybe just another universe again. Yeah. So we're, we're touching on that. And then we have announcements for the What If Season 2, uh, X-Men 97, which they, they show a lot of the animations that were released. And they look a, a little bit upgraded, but not enough to, to make it annoying. Because you know how sometimes they'll, they'll upgrade to like more of a current style? Yeah. Of animation and, and everything that just fucking sucks. It was like, oh, I want that. I just find it funny because, I mean, I remember, obviously, the, the nostalgia is with uh, X-Men like the, from, from that era. Yeah. But I find it weird that they're literally going to try to remake it to that specific era. Yes. And then they also announced uh, Disney Plus was going to have the, the Marvel Zombies, which is going to have a mature audience uh, mm-hmm. rating. Nice. Uh, they also did announced that Logan and Deadpool are going to be on Disney Plus now. So they they're going with they're going with it now. I find that interesting because they're kind of going counterproductive than when you thought it would be. Yeah, because everybody thought it was just going to be they're going to break up PG, PG and then they're going to let's say release the Hulu versus uh, yeah. And I think um, and I think the president of I guess the Disney I don't know if it's Disney Plus or that that. Um, that sector, uh-huh. I guess, was saying was I think he was mentioning once was and I never brought it up, but he was like, "Oh, we were, we're considering opening up because in other parts of the country they have it fully released on, on all any any TV rating, but they only have parent, parental um, blocks, yeah, um, to hold on to." So I guess he was like, "We're looking at it and we're we're planning to maybe do that to." our American audience and to have it just the full library of whatever we owned. So that will release everything with, within Marvel so because they can't have the same preventions everywhere. They might as well just have it open everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so we got that. So let's talk about the MCU. So uh, Kevin Feige did announce and, and, and there was more information that just got released recently that I'm going to mention with the, along this was he he came he already showed the next where where phase four is ending, where phase five is gonna be at, and where phase six is going. Okay. So phase four is gonna be ending with um She Hulk and Black Panther. Okay. Uh Wakanda Forever. 
And then season f- uh, phase five is going to start with Ant-Man. Okay. And I think it's going to end with. Uh, I'm trying to remember the, the, the series, the movie for it. Hold on one second. Let me just pull it up. All right. Yes, I got it. It's going to end with. Yes, yeah, so it's going to start with uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. It's going to end with Captain America and a new world. And and between that, between that, we're going to get at least four movies, if I remember. So we yeah, so we're going to get Secret Invasions, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Echo, Loki 2, The Marvels, Blade, Ironheart, Agatha, Coven of Chaos. Daredevil, Born Again, and then the Captain America New World Order. That's all in Phase 5? All in Phase 5. Wow. Yes. And then Phase 6 is... Oh, wait. No, no. It will conclude with Thunderbolts. Sorry. Thunderbolts is going to end Phase 5. Okay. So Phase 6 is going to start with uh, Fantastic Four. Oh, wow. And it's going to end with... um, Avengers, the King Dynasties, and Avengers Secret Wars. So wow, I'm surprised they're going into Phase Six already. Yeah, so they're they're calling this the the multiverse saga. You know how they that's Phase Five. This is no, no, no. The saga. What do you mean? You know how like the first saga we had was Infinity, the Infinity Saga. Yeah, that was all Phase One, no? Or no, that was Phase up to Phase Three. Oh, okay. It was three phases. Where we had like 22 movies. Oh, so all of this phase four, phase From five. Phase six. four, phase five, and phase six, the next three phases uh-huh. is all called the multiverse saga. So um, with that, so we'll, we'll delve, I'll dive into a little bit. Um, I guess apparently Kevin Feige is said, it's not, I don't, he said it in a panel, but in a recent interview, mm-hmm. and uh, what he's planning to do is that um, every Avenger movie, for I guess from now on or until what he has is gonna be the end of the saga, where saga ends. Okay. So you have like after the Avengers, King Dynasty, then Secret Wars, the, whatever movie follows that is the start of the next saga, and then the end of that saga is gonna be another Avengers movie, another big team up. So they're gonna always have an end game, basically. They're always gonna have a big team up at the end, and it's either gonna be it's gonna be Avengers, unless once. Once X-Men comes into play, I don't know if they're going to have X-Men Avengers or I don't know how they're going to play with that or play with a new, maybe a new title of a group called uh, combining together. So they're not even going to touch on X-Men in this series? Most likely not. And the reason why, because of that, is that once when they bought out, and this is something I just recently read, when they bought out the right to Fox and the whole X-Men franchise, um, they were con. They they still had the contracts that they can't recast certain characters based on the contract that they have with Marvel and Fox. So Fox still held the rights to it. I guess the rights has to be contractual. Okay. So at twenty and twenty twenty five, they could recast anybody they wanted into the roles of what where they wanted to. Oh wow. So that's why probably they have to wait it out. So they have to wait it out until the contractually they have to move on. Yeah. 
but so then that would say that the so within I, I guess the beginning of phase for so for the year of 2024 this is where spider-man comes into play also then that's where uh fine um fantastic four and ending with the king dynasty and they're coming on the same year too mm-hmm. so that whole phase so usually now we have like two years apart between yeah, yeah, yeah. infinity war and endgame this one is gonna be in the same year so it's gonna be so many characters though so it's gonna be march and i think november that's gonna come out so is i, I think phase six might be short, a short phase so to build up everything in between Damn, it's gonna be i'm just thinking to myself like this is gonna be way more characters than as far as introdu- introduction like team yeah like, stuff like that and and because now they're using the shows to also boost them so yeah, the shows are going to introduce characters that the movies don't. Yeah, so that and they're going to overlap into that. And who was it? And there's a TikTok, and I know I've shared it with you. His name is Shawhead Goofy. Fucking love the guy. And he had a theory, and 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 I was like, it's going to lead into that because he's like, starting when we first got MCU, we were getting one movie every two years. Yeah, and then eventually it was like two movies a year. Yeah. Then we came up to up. To, we're coming up to almost three movies a year. He goes, "There's going to be a point that this universe is going to be so massive because they're going to go. They could go cosmic. They could go street level, mystic, wherever else they want. That is going to be ending up that they're going to have two movies released at the same time. That's how big the the universe is going to be. Same time, you mean the like, same three months or no, same, within, like, like same, same release date." But they could still do it because no, they can. But I'm saying, but it's still confusing the sense of like the timeline, like which is what which one I'm supposed to watch first. They could be at the same timeline, depending if it, depending in the in the manner of what what area they're touching on, because it could be cosmic, and they could be Silver Surfer storyline, mm-hmm. and then they could be a street level, which will be, let's say, another Daredevil movie. Yeah. So yeah, they could probably be in the same timeline, but they don't touch each other until later on in time. So that will cover that. All right, but you know what? Let's get into some trailers. Go ahead. Uh, let's f- do this. Let's do this. Let's get into the trailers because I know you're excited about that. So the first one we'll talk about uh, before we get to the MCU ones because uh, there's a massive one at the end that we, we want to talk about mm-hmm. uh, was John Wick 4 with uh, 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 Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that one? What do you think? I thought this... At, at first, I was like, you know what? Let's leave it at three... Let's, but once I saw the children, like, yes, give me more Keanu Reeves as, as John Wick. The only thing that confused me a little bit was uh, I felt like it built up a little bigger, not only in the side of the people that he fights, but also the people that work with him mm-hmm. when they introduced the Holly Barris character, right? Yeah. But this one doesn't seem to have that. Like, it doesn't seem to have, uh, like, it has villains, but mm-hmm. even the villains are, like, limiting completely i guess it's obviously he's just trying to fight for his life still but it doesn't have like heroes in the sense of like his team or his people that he would work with yeah but he's always been a loner well he's a loner but he's always had people that yeah, worked I, with. I, and i felt like with Halle Berry's character introduce, introdu- introducing it i felt like he was building more of people that work with him like so because i liked her character was very unique you know she had an ability but she also had the uh the, the the dogs yeah I thought that was a really unique style like play so I thought they were gonna introduce more people like that where it was very obscure characters yeah very unique ways of like of dealing with things okay people was 
different set of yeah, skills. Yeah, which I did see that they they're introducing another character, which is what well, is Donnie Yang. Yeah, um, fucking love him. Of course, he's amazing. But then also do uh, um, uh, Skarsgård. Oh yes. So I was very interesting to see him just because I didn't know what his part in this is. Only because he obviously seems to be doing more of an action role, which I haven't really seen him too much in. I've seen him a lot of like sci-fi type things, but not necessarily an action role yet. So he's in this one. And I find it so I'm like, I don't know. Because I mean, the whole point was every single movie was bringing you higher on the chain of people that run this whole situation. So the question is, what was his role? Where does he sit in this in the hierarchy? You're trying to find out. Yeah, like we're supposed to be going higher on the uh, on the food chain, food chain of this world, and that's that's my that's been my obsession with all uh, John Wick movies was this world they live in. Oh yeah, because they like I like I like that kind of crime, kind of crime, but still has these weird. Very, very strict rules, and I love that. Their own currency, their own rules, their own... Liberty. Yeah, it's a whole different world. That's yeah. all it is. And I love it, though. It's interesting to me. I'm not sure. I, I, I'm a, I'm excited for it, because... No, I'm excited either way, but I'm just saying it's like... It, it just brings up more questions to see where, yeah. where this world building is going to go, where it's going to lead to. And, like I always said, I want to see more of a spinoff of the hotel, which I'm all for. All right, so next one... Is like I said before, that would be a great anthology series where oh, yeah. different things they have to do with, with that hotel. Oh, definitely. And if they do an anthology that it's like whatever the hotel is like, I think it's called the Hotel M or something like that. That's what, no, it's no, a, no. the something I forgot the I forgot the name, but I know what you mean. But like that's something every episode is a whole different situation. At the no, no, the but even 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 you could even do it that. Let's say I want to give it like the Clifton or whatever it's called. I don't yeah. remember the name, but it could be a the Clifton Hotel London. Yeah. So there's a whole anthology series that where everything that happens in London, another one in like Dubai, another one in Chicago, New York, California, Miami, like everything sets around the city that it's placed in. It's its own character in the movie. Do you, you know what would be an interesting one too? Like that one would be really interesting. And I was just thinking to myself, do you remember there was one movie that came out with, and that was an interesting one as well. And it's similar to the hotel, but this one was, uh, hotel but it technically was a hospital we, re- we reviewed that movie yes i don't remember that would movie. be also an interesting series i don't remember the name of the movie but yeah it was i forgot the name but it was that's something either way just a hotel and you get to see what happens kind of like uh do you remember four rooms yes like that like just every episode was a completely different story based on what that, the bellhop has to or the, the hotel itself has to deal with yeah with the perspective of everything yeah of oh, a singular person yeah oh, so i'm me. down for it uh, next one was uh, House of Dragons, the Game of Thrones show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll watch. I'm, I'm interested in watching it. Uh, it. The the series Game of Thrones left a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> how it <laughs> ended? Left a bad taste in everybody's mouth. In everybody's mouth, it was complete complete shit. And I I understand what they're trying to do with it. Trying to do like. A prequel, but way before the even the storyline that what we saw was even mentioned. Like, where's the forethought? And going into where the House of Dragons and or House of Dragon or Dragons. It sorry. seems very shiny and clean compared to the original. A little, yeah, because the other one seemed a little more, bit more, more real gritty. And gritty. Yeah, yeah, more gritty. So I, I I don't have much to say. I'm like, uh, 
It is what it is. I'll watch it. But if, if we're going fantasy medieval for fantasy medieval, mm-hmm. then we have the power of the rings, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, of course. Fucking loved it. I had, like I'm all for it. I love I love the I love the I love the trilogy. I love the prequels with the Hobbit series, even though the last two were like uh, kinda suspect on, on the on the cliff of like dropping off for me. But I love the whole world it's building and, and all the different kinds of classes and races and everything else. And supposedly it's going to be, they're going to show the creation of Balgor, Balrog, sorry, the, the creation of Balrog in this one, okay. in, this, in this series. And I just love everything about it, the, the creation of the rings and how Saron is born and everything else. I'm like, fucking, just give that shit to me. Just on a fucking <laughs> silver platter, I'm all for it. I'm, well, it has I'm a, it, that really hasn't left a sour taste in people's mouth. That's no, because I, I would want to say... That the Lord of the Rings trilogy might be, if not, one of the best cinematic trilogies of all time. It was epic. It was huge. It was. And, and, and that's the thing is because each movie was epic in its own right. And a lot of the movies that usually like the first one's good. The second one is even better. And then the third one is a complete drop off because of it. And there's a and there's very few movies that sustain this type of epicness with it yeah and i don't know how many times i could use the word epic, epic. <laughs> for one, this fucking movie in one thing in one setting when i talk about lords of the ring okay i'm that, excited for i'm all oh for it oh my god yeah it this is i the minute i heard about this movie i'm like i'm i, I didn't I'm like just give it to me just <laughs> i i i'm only well, I, a show i thought it was a show it was a show no no when i started when i watched the movie and i heard about the show i'm sorry when i heard about the show I was like, just, I didn't even want to know. I just watched the trailer because I know we had to talk about it because it was part of the topic list. But I would have watched it even without watching the trailer. Just like that. I, I really don't follow the movies like that. So as much as I'm excited, I'm kind of, I feel like I'm going to get lost a little bit. Yeah, but you, it'll, it'll be, I think the way they're writing, if they're writing this is just as good as the movies, I think it's going to be very digestible. Okay, and you'll be able to pick up like at least like, be like, so anybody could pick up from yeah it. anybody could pick up if they haven't seen the movies because it's just gonna it's just gonna be just more information that when if you get to see the movies for the first time which you should watch the movie is gonna give <laughs> more context and more information on how everything was born and how everything at the storyline overall within the series and then the other six movies okay. All right, so let's go into the DC side of things. So okay. uh, the only movie we'll talk about, oh, we already did Shazam, Fear of the Gods. And it just shows uh, Zachary Levy coming back with the full cast. Thank you, guys. All right, next movie is... <laughs> that was it. <laughs> <laughs> you got Shazam. Okay, thank you. All right, next one. Like, next one, next one. Dear Lord, man, that was, that was bad. <laughs> oh, man. Listen, listen. That the, the, it was yeah yeah it was it was it is what it is and it, and it goes so the last trailer where we're gonna talk about because I know they they oh She Hulk one of the other ones is for the the show yeah um, graphics are a lot better I want to yeah. say let's and mention the story's a little the, bit more detailed than the story's a little bit more flushed out to understanding where she's at and what's happening and you saw huh? and you saw the introduction of where Wong plays yes. So you get you get more context into it. 
of the overall kind of the direction the show's about to go. Way better than the first teaser that they released. Plus, the graphics was a lot better. They upgraded everything. So I love that. And that's one thing I appreciate with what um, a lot of these production companies are doing or Mm -hmm. is that they'll take out a teaser and they'll throw it out and they'll they listen to the feedback. If if it's a majority of people talking that is shit or complaining about it, they're so quick to be like, all right, we're going to work on it right now. Prime example. And this is away from the MCU is Sonic. When fr- the first Sonic came out with the Sonic, the human teeth, yeah, fucking people were losing the shit <laughs> how bad it was, and they pushed the movie back by six yeah. months. I remember to redo the CGI, and now Sonic might be one of one of the greatest video game adaptations adaptations in a movie, and that's because the they they understood what the fans were complaining about. And then at the same time, like, why the fuck did you, didn't you hire somebody to be like, yo, you got human teeth on fucking Sonic. And he, <laughs> he looks like a, like a C-listed cosplayer. Calm the fuck down. And then you have She-Hulk and people were memeing her, seeing that she was the, the, the female Shrek and making fun of her. And people were like, they went into it. They went in and they fixed it. So, yeah, so we got more of that. Uh, so I guess the last one we'll go into. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Okay, what do you think about that one? I cried. You seriously? I teared up. I teared up a little bit. Uh, not, not ball out crazy, but it. Uh, I did get the goosebumps. I did get emotional. You get me? It's... Um, uh, because there, it was a lot of, there was a lot of rumors saying that... Um, that T'Challa or Chadwick Boseman's character T'Challa is going to be killed off screen. And so you don't get to see it and how it, uh, how it happens. Um, this just confirms that they just did a whole new, a whole new, they have a funeral scene pretty much of, of, of remembrance for him. And, and, and there was, it's almost like reliving his death and you're, you're there. You kind of, when he when Chadwick Boseman actually died, we all got emotional and we like not only he was our Black Panther, but he was a he was an amazing human being and did a lot for 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 his culture and everybody that was around him and society as a whole. And then he put out projects that were one of my favorite movies besides besides uh, Black Panther was Jackie Robinson. Forty two. Yeah, I love that movie. I think I've seen that movie. Like at least ten times since it came out, and and I, and I and I and I feel like I watch it at least once a year just because I love his his acting in it, and 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 I have this connection with my immediate family, my brother, my sister, not my sister, my sister a little bit, but my brother, my mom, my dad. They're huge baseball fans. They, yeah. yeah, they're hardcore baseball fans. Well, I know your brother was, isn't it? I know your my mom. Yeah, my mom is. You know, she she. She gets mad when like the Red Sox lose section. <laughs> she gets pissed, and 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 she she even calls if if I've seen her once that the Red Sox beat the Yankees, and because we own a family restaurant, she she was like, "Yo, I'm gonna call the dishwasher because the dishwasher is a huge Yankee fan," and she would call him right after the game. She's like, "Yo, your team means shit." Tight, tight. Oh like, my god! In her own <laughs> in her own pleasant ways, she just say, ways, yeah. yeah, she would just say, and I guess that movie. Anything baseball related and and 
usually connects me to them. And then one of my favorite ones from baseball, other than the Sandlot, is 42 with, with Chadwick Boseman. Going back to Black Panther is that when you saw that scene, it just you're reliving this moment of you had to say goodbye to him. And you're saying goodbye to a character that in the MCU was phenomenal and and was was I don't know, was signaling or was being presented to be the next person to take over the mantle of the whole group, the leader of the group. And unfortunately, he passed away. So I understand that that um, they would have to refill that role or not, or they're just respecting it and just letting it. No, it looks like based on the trailer, though, that they did refill the role of Black Panther itself. It's just a question of. Ooh. No, no, not the act, like not replaying. Obviously, T'Challa, not T'Challa, but definitely Black, Black Panther. Somebody t- picks up the mantle now. Yes, the way I'm picturing this is gonna go right, because obviously you wanna you wanna commemorate the the you know, Chadwick Boseman, but I think the way that they and and they probably gonna do it where the movie starts off at his funeral period. Like the whole very emotional, very drawn out. I think they're gonna start it there. All right, start it there, but they're not gonna talk about how he died. They're not gonna talk about what killed him or something. They're just gonna talk about how to move on. Yeah, like that's the only way I think can see you know because if they try to make it like somebody specifically and they're going at it's no, nah, I don't think I think they're just gonna uh, kill him off screen. But it's always gonna be like nobody's gonna talk about it. It's just a question of how we like it on. just happened a few months ago, and they're just yeah, they're, and that's where they're continuing the story. Yeah, now, how are we going to survive? How are we going to move yeah, on? Or if, I guess a few weeks after he passed away. Now, obviously, this this trailer also brings in um, a new enemy, which I found it interesting. And I don't know if how, that's how he's in the comics, but I found it interesting the way they present him in this one, which is obviously Namor. Yes, he's an anti-hero. So, but they're making making Namor more into a very tribalist. Kind of, you know, not necessarily like uh, like Aquaman, like almost like the. So he's gonna be an, 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 all right. So saying, he's gonna be a because uh, he comes from the city of Atlantis. Uh-huh. But they're gonna do a lot of Mayan representation. That's what I mean. It seems it seems very very uh, uh, tribal culture, Aztec. Aztec culture. Yeah. Yeah. So they touch, and I love that that they're being inclusive of. Yeah, they're gonna give them. A, they're gonna give them a background. So they're gonna give them a, yeah. a type of culture to it. Yeah, it's not just gonna be from you know, a, a lost city that nobody really exactly knows. where they just make up stuff. No, like it's not gonna be like I mean nothing against Aquaman in that sense, but it's not gonna be like that where Aquaman just has oh they're just Atlanteans. That's it. No, no, it's gonna be like they're gonna root it in a lot of uh, culture and especially like you yeah. said, um, Aztec culture. Yeah, so that so they're saying that because he's half human, half half Atlantean, and I think maybe his dad side is is where his Mexican culture comes into play and the Aztec, uh, Aztec side of it. But the, a, the actor that yeah, they, uh, they have playing mm. him looks phenomenal. Yeah. I, I, no, I think it's, it gives a lot more depth to it. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because think about it, even, even Wakanda, um, when they were researching how to make this society and how everything, they research actual like tribes, they research actual culture. So it wasn't just something they just made up everything. No, they literally they did their research. They did their research and they honored a lot of different cultures to do it. So it's interesting that they're going to keep that going now with um, introducing this new uh, group. Yeah. So I, I can't wait. I'm in. I'm intrigued now. The question, the biggest question, obviously, the move, the whole thing is who's done the the mantle. Which obviously at the end they show 
someone donning the, the the costume. Yes, there and a lot of a lot of things is pointing to Shuri to be holding up the mantle. Um, there's also there's all right. So there's a lot of speculations on this because on uh, San Diego Comic Con, they released kind of the whole toy line that they're coming out with, and yeah. they showed Shuri with her regular outfit and her her panther panther blasters. Mm-hmm. So they showed Namor, they showed a couple other characters, but they never showed Black Panther because it's either somebody new, and a lot of people think it might be Killmonger mm-hmm. coming back and doing his redemption arc, and because they said supposedly they said that uh, Michael B. Jordan was on set during filming at times, so we're not sure where this is going. Um, another theory, and was that they. This is gonna play that Namor is gonna be presented as the villain, but he's not the true villain. It's almost like, or oh, if you think of it as um, Civil War, yeah, where they had Bucky as the villain, but in reality, Bucky was just a person in a bad situation that needed to get out. Yeah, and the real plot of uh, uh, the real villain was um, what's his name? Uh, um, yeah, I didn't know the the. Uh, what's his name? The the character. Uh, he's so he's so difficult to pronounce. The one that basically uh, was uh, the the main person in um in uh, the TV show. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, I'm trying to get his name right now. Um, I hate when I can't remember names. Oh, I know. I'm I'm with you. Today I'm drawing blanks everywhere. Big time. And the uh, thing is, I I can almost see it in my head, but I obviously can't say his name. Uh, Burns email. That's yes. what it was. Yes. So this one supposedly, I guess the 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 main villain. So they're pitting everybody against each other the whole war. So yeah, so it's it's somebody that that wants uh, Wakanda tech. Yeah, and apparently the person that 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 does this to create this and I guess fight, a yeah. fight to between the Atlanteans and the Wakandians to as a distraction to what he, they're trying to do was Doctor uh, uh, Doctor Doom. Okay. So, so he wants dude, there's a scene tech. that there there's a like a militant army that doesn't seem that doesn't look like Wakanda, mm-hmm. like soldiers from Wakanda, like uh, and then they don't look like Atlanteans. So that this third party coming into effect. But you think they're gonna draw everybody out so they can they, they can get in cancel? Yeah. So what do you think? What are your thoughts on the whole moment of the? No, like I said, I'm excited. I'm um I do feel like whoever wasn't wearing the suit seemed. Because um, the character right now, the characters we know, uh, let's say Black Panther, let's say they were it, it was uh, um, the the other the leader of the other tribe, which now is going to be pure Wakandian. Uh, um, the monkey character, the the guy who who his tribe basically. Oh yes, yes, yes. That like they hold the animal stick is is a gorilla, the monkey. Yeah. Um, he's a bigger guy. He's so his hands and and his. I, his hand and like you would notice the difference. Yeah, I felt like the person who is is very skinny, so almost like you're probably right. It is Shiri. So I'm either Shiri or the other idea was that he she was going to don the mantle to her head of security. Oh, or general, which would yes. which would be uh, Michonne. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I'd be Shiri's. Shiri's the one that everybody, I guess, would fit the best, only because obviously because. That's in the comics. That's somebody who dons the, the the suit. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll definitely see. But it looks amazing. Let's let's no, see what happens. It's very emotional, and the thing. And I hope they do. 
they carry that emotion and they do it well. Yeah. Yeah, I can't even say much about it. Cause yeah, it's, it's if, very, if, yeah. I, if I get too more into it, I get too emotional about it. Continue. But like that, guys, thank you so much for tuning into the latest episodes from my mom's garage. As always, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at From My Mom's Garage or email us at fmmgpodcast at gmail.com. And like always, tell a friend, send a friend, bring a friend. See you next week.